just a reminder that we do have our Patreon, and if you could go and support us, that would be brilliant. It keeps the podcast going, pays all the bills and stuff like that, so it is really, really helpful, and we love everyone who's on there. Thank you very much. Go to patreon.com forward slash HM4AS, the four being the number four, and if you could give us a couple of quid a month, that'd be brilliant. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Hello. It's Mick and Lucy from the popular tattoo-based podcast, How Much for a Sleeve. And we'd like to give a few moments over to our new sponsor, DSM Tattoo Machines. Lucy, tell us a bit about them. Well, Mick, DSM Tattoo Machines make exceptional coils and now a new rotary. Tattoo machines, not guns. You can check them out at dsmtattoo.co.uk. And don't forget, you get 10% off with discount code SLEEVE10. They also make a range of needles. You can find them at lockdownneedle.co.uk. I think they're very nice. This is Good Time Charlie, and you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve. Hello, and welcome to How Much for a Sleeve, a podcast about tattooing hosted by an actual tattooist. Lucy! And an actual knob, Meek. You are well? <laughs> what was that? Meek. Meek. <laughs> you are well? I am well. How are you? I'm not very well. A little invalid. Yeah, had my COVID jab second mm, numerous dos on <laughs> Thursday and it fucked me right up. Had it Aww. 9 a.m. ish. Laughed at my girlfriend because she had to have a little lay down. With her lightweight. <laughs> Instant karma, this is. And then, yeah, 12 hours later, I was fucked. Like, couldn't even open my eyes. I've never had a headache before as an adult. We've talk, talked about this. Yeah, this fucking blows my mind. And I always yeah. forget until you remind me and then I go, what the fuck? Yeah, never ever had a haddock. Haddock? Never had a haddock? Never had a headache and I've never taken a paracetamol as an adult either. I may until have done, now. I may have done as part of a process when I've clinical trial bad and had to be in hospital to get them fixed. So I probably have then. But yeah, I've never thought, oh, I don't feel very well. I better have a para. So double, drop, power yeah, double <laughs> dropped a couple of them and that took the edge <laughs> off and I fell asleep, but woke up on Friday, completely fucked. Oh no. Like, like proper flu. Like, like if I took, I felt like I couldn't get a breath in, but then when I tried to get a full breath in the muscles between the my ribs, the intercostals or whatever they're called, they ached and I hadn't been oh my word. Yeah. Um, Every time I couldn't focus on anything, and every time I moved my head, my vision took about half a second to then catch up. It's horrible. I really oh. haven't felt it's Sunday night, and I didn't feel till right till Sunday morning. So from like Thursday night all through Friday, all through Saturday, couldn't even get out of bed. Um, has Dan Lowell, has she been sympathetic? She she laughed at the start because she was like, you took the piss out of me. But then she, she's been kind. <laughs> She had to deal with the Tyler as well all day. We oh, a... yeah, I've seen an image. I've seen yeah, a visual. We... And I've seen some um, gold leopard print tits as well. Yeah, they're sweet things there. Yeah. Um, a mannequin, the... just to clarify. We had a a white British Tyler let us down three times in a row. So we went on to Gumtree and got a fucking wicked man, Moldovan man called Alexander came in. Oh, did it all in a day it. because he didn't want to ruin our weekend. Was here at seven, wanted to come earlier. Worked 12 hours, pausing briefly to just sup a couple of tins of energy drink. Oh. To keep him going. And the, the tires we got, they're all different shapes and sizes. They're all from different places. And oh, they're like handmade, so they're not perfect. And he was getting so upset that they weren't lining up perfectly. <laughs> he said, oh, this is going to look shit. It's going to look shit. But it's not. 
it'll be fine. Danny had oh. to like, like battle with him and say, that is fine. Don't worry about it. And he was so worried that he was, that he thought we were doing it. Sorry. We thought he was doing a bad job. Oh, bless. They look yeah. lush. I said like straight away, like super Mediterranean looking, lovely Portuguese. He had a good old, um, him Danny had a good old moan about Brexit as well. <laughs> Everyone loves like, a moan about Brexit, yeah. don't they? So all the fuckers who voted for it, tradesmen, because there's people out there grafting harder than them and charging less money. See why they voted for it. Eggs. Yeah. Um, anyway, That's... you've been on your travels. I have, yeah, I've been down to the lovely Froome um, and I visited Miss Joe Black, um, also visited McGoggin and yeah. uh, did a couple of days work at Black Moon Tattoos. Did McGoggin so... show himself? No, which is quite lucky, actually, um, because India came with me, my child, and um, I didn't tell her. She's, I think we spoke about this before, but she was like, is that the haunted house? But when I told her where we're going, I was no. like, no, no, it's not. And on the final day, I told, I said to Joe, like, we mustn't mention McGoggin. <laughs> and on the final day, I'd nipped out the front for a cigarette. So Black Moon, you go in a downstairs door and then it's on the first and second floors. Mm-hmm. And I was in the alleyway outside of the street. It's on. And I heard India's outrage as Joe told her. <laughs> right it, on the first floor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she was furious. But no, she said that night on, so we stayed two nights on the first or the second night. She said that she dreamt that there was a ghost in the room and um, she was like something about mirrors and um, bless her. And then when I told her, she was like, I dreamt this. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't a dream. Maybe it was real. Maybe it was Morgoggin, but I did sleep with the light on both nights and fell asleep watching Love Island. (laughs) Love Island. Is it going, is it, are your favourites doing well? Is that it's well dramatic um this week actually they've been a bit manipulative with mm. some images so um felt a bit sorry for a beautiful man named Teddy but yeah I'm sure like five percent of people are gonna go yeah no um oh met a couple of lush people this week as well Bo Tattoo Bo underscore Tattoo and Jake Noakes Tattoo lovely couple um they were down visiting joe and on monday we went to longley which is a safari park yeah um fuck me that was fucking hilarious uh two points why the fuck does anybody take their car voluntarily into a fucking monkey enclosure do you have you ever oh yeah we've spoken about this yeah the carnage the absolute mindless vandalism of those vehicles i had a um uh, Citroen ZX and the back of the wing uh, wing mirrors just used to pop off like they're like you can change them they're shit it's an old car and they're like the plastic bits used to fall off leaving the mirror there and um, a monkey where, where what's the one near us begins with a W like it's like Kesingland or um... no nah, begins with a W um... when I say Whipsnade yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. that, that is it, I think. Something um, so like that. So we're going maybe. through there, and there's just sad lions sat under trees in the rain. Yeah. It's pretty shit. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the monkey bit where they run all over your car, and one of them just, I think he, one was on the windscreen, and one sort of pushed him off, and he went to sit on the wing mirror, it fell off. And <laughs> a geezer came and gave it to us, and it fucking smelt so bad, like he dragged his ass gland across it, oh. and fallen off. And I was like, oh. and he just went to put it through the window, and I was like, oh, put it in the boot. Like, at least I can <laughs> run a hose over it, Jeff, will you? 
Oh my god. Horrible. Um, it was hilarious. So we went in when Joe had suggested it, I was like, I'm not driving. No. And we went in Bo and Jake's van. They've got this like Japanese camper van thing. And sweet um, ride. it was a sweet ride. We're literally like sitting in armchairs in the back. And um but it's like 1997 with no aircon. It blows hot air, which actually the hot air was beneficial because going through the monkeys, you literally can't have a window open or anything. Mm. And we're, it's got a huge sunroof. So we're just sitting there cooking. And every now and then, like at the start, it was like, oh my God, monkeys, oh my God. And at the end, we were like, we'd been sitting in the car for about four hours queuing to get into this fucking safari and the sweat of... Oh. Yeah, it was really sweaty. But we, I mean, we there was a car in front of us that had a roof box on and a monkey just went around periodically pulling out every single screw on this roof box. He would like pull one out, have a little gnaw on it, hoss it, go to the next bit, have a little chew on it, hoss it, go to the next bit. Mad, mad that that must be, I'm probably talking shit here. I'm not an animal husbandrier or behaviorist, <laughs> but that must be a learnt behavior from being in there. Like to know that a screw can be unscrewed rather than yeah that's true i mean i don't think they have them in you don't get screws in the wild do you in the wild yeah probably not no um saw a few cars that had those 3d number plates and um the monkeys had ripped off all the numbers on the number plates so they're just driving around with a, a yellow i don't think i don't know i don't think so one of my friends at school used to have a, it was just like a like WD-40 spray paint, spray can. And you put that on your on your back number plate and it looks normal, but it's reflective. So when you get the, uh, things, I imagine you get well done before he was like a real badass. <laughs> he also set fire to one and got caught. Oh. Yeah. Sour. Good lad, actually. Yeah, fully, fully <laughs> sour. Um, yeah, what else uh, did what- you do? We um, we drank a lot of cocktails and, oh, we did something really awesome. So we were supposed to do this, you and I. Mm. It was our, we were going to organise to chat to Joe back in person and have images taken. But house stuff meant that um, we just did, Joe and I did a goth girls photo shoot with some beautiful and amazing girls called the Costa Sisters. Um, if anyone needs any photography, like, they are so lush. We had the best time. We just basically hung out and they took photos every now and then. And they've made Joe and I look like we're in fucking cradle of filth or something. I mean, probably maybe cooler than that, but I mean, we are slayer now. They do like uh, promo videos, music videos and all that. Yeah, thing, cool they? wedding they photos amazing. and stuff. And they are doing something else for us, which is quite exciting. But um, we'll talk about that at some point in the future. Ooh. But <laughs> um, they were lush. When they turned up, um me and elena were basically matching we both had a lot an excess of tassels fringe uh we had an excess of chains and we're both wearing harley t-shirts so i was like so now we have to be friends yeah we're super cool together we are really cool together so and you're beautiful so and we're gonna be friends um we they had driven from cardiff to Froome and got there and were starving hungry ravenous so we said right we'll go get food first went to a bar the bar weren't doing any food it started absolutely tipping it down um nowhere was open so we ended up ordering kfc to the bar <laughs> i like the way you you you've said fuck about 10 times on this intro alone but you stopped yourself so saying was... pissing 
You went, <laughs> Should I just say cunt now? When, like, right. just fucking fucks it up. <laughs> yeah, there's no need for that. Get the, um, that. I'm pissing. <laughs> Will you stop taking the mic? Yeah. Lol. Um, so, yeah, that was that awesome. Sounds, that sounds loads of fun, though. So, what? Yeah, it was what, fun. Um, what are you doing with these images? Are they just. Fuck off. I literally just might pop one on Instagram. Like, I don't even know. Grant was like, that. what are you going to do with them? And I was like, I don't know, really. We can put them on your website. Yes, put them on the website. There's a cool, a, a few cool ones of us um, in a graveyard. Yeah. Um, there's one of me smoking and holding a taxidermy cock rule. Um, <laughs> there's a few nice. of me and Joe lolling a lot. Uh, they're all lush, literally. So they do this deal where you pay 150 quid and you get 20 photos, but they showed us 300. So there's absolutely no way we can choose 20 photos out of 300. So Joe's um, requested that we have all of them. So you can like pay extra to have them. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to have 300 photos of me and Joe Black. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? I said I'm going to start selling side photos. <laughs> Just carry them around. Ah, oh, there's a there's funny thing. Sportscast again. There's a bloke called Neil Warnock who's very old-fashioned football manager he manages Middlesbrough at the moment and they had a pre-season friendly and he was just walking around it so he had a, a bum bag on a fanny pack oh I for fanny pack listeners. do you love and a he fanny just, pack he just had signed photos that he was just walking around handing out kids <laughs> I don't think these kids really knew who he was <laughs> it's really really funny bless him I'm gonna be like Professor Lockhart from Hazpots yeah. yeah so if anyone wants one <laughs> Yeah. You know but where to find me. Oh my them, god! We'll we'll give him a round of Patreon. Oh my god! No oh god! Yeah, I'm <laughs> that, that is... famous now. I might apply for a blue tick. Uh, don't you know me? I'm the Pope 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 presenter, the poop yeah. presenter of uh, how much we say podcast. Um, what um talk about? Oh, okay. We have to bring the lols down. Stop lolling. The what? Oh my god! Joey Jordison died this week. Mm. Oh my god! I so properly sad. Up as well. I don't, like, yeah, I do. Like, it's always sad when anyone dies, but when it's someone you've watched for years and enjoyed, yeah, it, feel, it feels different. If you know, it's yeah. Not just a, oh, that's a shame. He was good in that thing. I genuinely you know? feel like I've lost somebody I know. Yeah. Like and I'm you do so feel like thankful. You know these people because you've follow their lives and like yeah. you, know, you know about them and what they're up to and stuff it's yeah in it i'm so thankful to have seen him in slipknot yeah like that was awesome and um yeah just really sad i literally just loved i've loved joey since i was like 13 so Are even though despite his height get joey tattooed on you from yeah um, from Anne ree i still um i have to um get in touch but you we all know what i'm like it's taken us all week to record this intro <laughs> yeah and Henry, because joey's sadly passed around we can drop a few zeros on the end of the price for it now so that's nice oh shit mm, might have to offer him a signed photo and uh, <laughs> see if <laughs> oh, is that is that gonna be the new uh trading for um what's it called on i've got i've got x amount of Oh yeah, I've got what five followers, by the way. Yeah, we, we now um, have twenty-one followers on Twitter. So I'll oh, fucking hell! If you want, definitely blue tick. Um, what am I getting? What am I doing this week that I could potentially swap a signed photo for? I'm having some Botox on Friday. Maybe I'll offer the one. <laughs> Imagine if you did it like if you went to get your MOT, something like that. 
I haven't got any, actually got any cash, but a oh, couple okay. of years, I've... this will be worth a few darts. Trust me. <laughs> um, when I inevitably fail it, I might regret talking oh. about this, but um, I could offer it to my examiner on Monday when I've got my Mod 1 bite test. Uh, it, it, it would be, be even weirder if you paid in full for the MOT and then gave them one anyway. You know, the tip. Up, you know, you've got uh, someone from EastEnders when they came in the garage. The yeah, back, take down Sonia, huh? put me up there. Uh, from how much for a sleeve? <laughs> how much for a sleeve? How, give me a pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just slip him one. What? A, a fine pitch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that escalated quickly giving him a signed photo of someone he's never heard of now look i really fucking determined to pass this okay so yeah. i'll do whatever it takes and my instructor said that i can't charm him either which is really upsetting he said that That's he's a, dead really deadpan i know i know he said do, he's do really you know deadpan. It, is it the same instructor who who does your exam as well um no so my my instructor is just going to be like stood out this in a cage basically so he's just going to be stood outside the cage watching and the examiner could be, it could also be the same examiner that does my mod two, which is like out on the road. But right. the mod one is all on tarmac doing manoeuvres. And um, we went up yesterday and did like a, a, like a practice session up at the test place. And um, yeah, holy fuck, I think I'm going to fail. <laughs> all of these things that you know how to do, you do it like all the time, like yeah. a fucking U-turn. It goes out of your head because it's a yeah. pressure. It's just, yes. That is... Yeah, you, you, your brain just goes, yeah, you can't do that. Even yeah, you know, shut down. Do it, do it yeah. Without batting an asshole, And then someone says, do it for me now while I'm watching and it costs you money to do this again. You suddenly and you've got go, one way less. Yeah, that's literally yeah. it. We like pulled into a, a parking space when we got to the test center just for the practice. There was no one else around apart from two bikers. And I was like, I forgot how to do that. Like, oh, turn right. Mm. Uh, turn right. Oh, just, so just yeah. Stopped and fell off. Pretty much. Just tumbled. Went to do a U-turn and then, um, yeah, was like, oh, <laughs> put my foot down. And then so you do like certain maneuvers you do. One, they've got like, the test pad bit is set up as a mirror image. So they might get you to do like a maneuver from the left or maneuver from the right. Mm -hmm. And the bit where you do a U-turn on one side, if you do it wrong, you'll fall into a bush. <laughs> so this That's, just like, <laughs> yeah, this is it. Just adding <laughs> insult to injury there. Turn right. Well, it's got to be that way because if I go that way, I'm going to go straight into this bush or turn into the front door of a coffee shop. Hmm. That would help. <laughs> I've seen, I don't know if it's true or it might be from a sketch, but someone with L and R written on the backs of their hands during their driving test. So they know. Oh. I'm, I'm sure that would be a, be a fact. You wouldn't, wouldn't that wouldn't really work on your, if you're on a bike. No. Have them on yeah, the inside gloves. of your spectacles. Yeah, might try that. Oh, I had a lesson on Friday and I was, I did a lesson with a girl and uh, she came off in the lesson. Oh no. I know, bless her. Yeah, she was all right, just well shaken. I think she was crying into helmet for about half an hour as we're going around. Bless her heart. But she just, she was leading and um, she just got stuck. I got stuck at a roundabout. So my instructor was like on the radio, just pull in at a safe place. And she pulled in not a safe place and did something silly that meant she came off and it just fell oh, on top of her. I know. If it, I know it doesn't help, but I've spent many a night crying into my helmet too. So And so has Danny. <laughs> 
Right. Um, it's been a varied intro. It has been weird. That's I'm not very. I'm not very well. I'm a bit, weak, a bit wobbly. I've been a bit. Both been a bit weird, and we haven't spoke to. Each and we other haven't for spoken ages. all week. So yeah. We go, we'll just do a quick intro because uh, yeah, been very well. And fifty minutes later, we're like, um, yeah, sorry, we'll everyone. Intro then. Every, every intro, you just hear us catching up. The busier I become, the more we have to talk about as well. And also, but once sorry, done my fucking bike lesson, and once I've done this fucking test, and I'll have more time for this shit. And also, my house is nearly sorted to a point Ooh. where I don't have to fuck about every evening and weekend. So, oh my god, you know when we're going to socialize in? Um, we've got a couple of socializing dates. Should we do your, podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yes, we shall. Yeah, that'd be fun. We should and we'll uh, see if we can't film it somehow. I'll work out oh. how to do that. Yeah, I know someone who's got a camera. Be wicked. Um, yeah, we and also when when we've got more time, we'll get back on the Patreon things because we know you pay yeah. and you do, you're not really getting getting much for it. So feel free That's to fuck it. off if you want. Um, <laughs> and this is also another reason why we weren't going to do. We we're going to have a little break in August because we knew that this month is just going to be nuts. So um, we'll come back with a vengeance. We've already got some fucking banging guests yeah. coming up for our return. So. And absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. And That's why Danny's are... kicked you out. <laughs> if, we, if we are off, I will actually, I, um, we'll pause the Patreon so you don't yeah. go for the month we're not here. Because that ain't fair. Um, our guest this week. <gasps> Paula. Oh, she's great. Yeah. With a 24-year-old cat, which blew my tits oh off. My I hope all my yes. cats live to be 24. Oh, so do I. And God. also that loud and can still jump on the table. They're not like, the cat isn't like wired up to things, just the brain. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking kill me. As soon as someone walks in the house, it's like still an it active just, cat. Yeah, just constantly like, just, <laughs> like, I think she said that just thinks he's talking to her. Oh. So he goes, yeah, meow. Me. Oh, adorable. Salem, I think. Was it Salem? Salem, yeah. Name for a cat, so I've already been like stalking Salem on social media for many years. So many years I've followed Paula and um, I've been aware of Salem. Yeah, she's lush. That was good. She's just so, um, she's real, isn't she, Paula? Yeah. And she says it how it is. Yeah. She does not hold back. You know, like Definitely. A little bit of... Yeah, it was all right. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, no, if, yeah. if something doesn't sit well with Paula, she will say it. And I love that. Yeah, very interesting as well. I like the, like the thing she talked about, how she was, she, she's a she's a natural tattooist, not a natural drawer, and how she had to yes. find ways to make that work, which is interesting because, you know, it's all about self-promotion and with all the Instagram things that you do, and it's like this, and, it's all, and it, there is a process of, of always continual improvement and all that otherwise you're just robbing yourself stagnate so that's, yeah that's interesting yeah because i always yeah. assume it's just you know you can you draw you, you you get into that then you like tattooing and it follows next but it doesn't i've got to stop fucking looking at pets while i'm talking yeah it sounds like yeah Super, super interesting. I yeah, that one. awesome. Thank you, Paula, for coming Thank on. And I'm much. sure everyone's going to love it. She's so lovely to chat to. Absolutely. So we've, Absolutely. we've, we've rambled for long enough. This yeah, is... loads of rambles. Sorry. Okay, bye. This is episode 25 of How Much for a Sleeve with Paula Castle. 
This week, we are so lucky to be chatting to the gorgeous and amazing Paula Castle. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. We've been planning this for ages, it seems. I know. And life just keeps getting in the way, doesn't it? I know. That's it. Like when, when we were in lockdown, we blasted so many interviews, like just trying to do as many recordings as possible. And then since coming back to work, it's like, oh, how how are we going to do this then everyone's so busy but so but in lockdown we were like doing interviews and we're like right it's coming out in three months whereas this one it's not too far ahead so yeah it's nice I just feel really bougie because I've got the week off it feels like a real luxury oh my Um, god what are you gonna do well it was one of my sort of like resolutions when I went back to work was I'm only going back four days a week uh, which was always the plan really um and then I've learned I've kind of learned now that I need to have a week off like every quarter even if I'm not going anywhere I think because normally I have that time off because I'll go and I'll either be on holiday or I'll be guesting abroad which kind of feels like a holiday anyway um but because I've not had that it's kind of made me realize oh actually I still need to take that time off, even if I'm not leaving the country. Um, so yeah, it's good. Yeah, I've done exactly the same. Like because I was really worried we might go into another lockdown, or you know, there's still the risk of having to isolate. I tried to book a week off a month or every couple of months just as a buffer, and I thought yeah. if it gets to it, I'll fill it, or if it gets to it, I'll just have some fucking time off. And I had that maybe I think it was last week. I had six days off, and it was bloody lovely. And you go back feeling refreshed. And I think you're a better tattooer when you've had that time to like, you get your creative juices back almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Are you going to have time off from social media while you're off as well? Or keep on that? Um, I don't know. It's a difficult one. I think, I think because it's not just me, like... I've got an apprentice and I've, you know, I've got a studio and stuff, so I can't necessarily be completely detached from it. And obviously with all the, today is the day when um, the government have uh, announced their changes to the guidance and and lockdown rules. Um, So I've obviously had to manage, you know, seven people that are all in a panic because they don't want to have to stop wearing masks and they're all freaking out. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty common for me on my days off to be in the garden, hands covered in soil, um, wearing a, a cut-off T-shirt. I wear your T-shirt a lot in the garden because it's, <laughs> I've worn it so much. It's faded to like a grey colour. So I've Those cut the sleeves off and I just wear it in the garden. Oh, um, it's got like a new lease of life. Garden. I love that T-shirt so much. Um, and yeah, and for me to be literally having to answer WhatsApps and, you know, phone calls because they need stuff. And it's, it's fine. I, I, you know, I don't mind. Um, yeah. at all. but it's hard to switch off when you're still on the same time zone yeah I guess that comes with just like running a shop mm. just a yeah. whole other job I suppose yeah yeah and like the last few days my studio manager's been off because his wife is about to leave to go on tour um till November so um he wanted to spend some time with her which is totally fine but obviously then it 
it's all sort of fallen back to me, you know, all the stuff that I don't normally have to do anymore, I've been having to do, so. What does your studio manager do? Like, just all the, everything? Yeah, all the admin, um, all the cleaning, all the ordering, all the stock takes, um, managing all the clients as they come through the door, doing all the COVID stuff, um, everything that I would normally do, basically, um, which... I can't, I can't, something I had to give. I either had to bring him in or I had to go down to sort of tattoo in two days a week to be able to manage everything. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a manager of a shop. I want yes. a shop, but I don't want to have to do all that shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I would rather, and also, you know, I really love the fact that I'm able to give somebody the opportunity to be employed full time. You know, oh. that's awesome. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. And we love him and he's amazing and he's perfect for us. Um, That's so yeah. when during lockdown were you in charge of did you like furlough your manager or are they self-employed and how does it work I actually employed him in between lockdowns oh yeah so I um I it's very strange how it all happened but when I when we returned from the first lockdown I'd moved studios and had like a new artist and an apprentice who joined us and then um, at Christmas time, another two artists joined us. So I'd taken on Cameron in between then, who's my studio manager. And it's an absolute blessing. It's, I, I wish I'd done it. I wish I'd done it before. It's genuinely been life changing. Um, yeah. I think you're the first person we've spoken to. No, no, probably like one of the few people we've spoken to that has an apprentice. Hmm. It's so we just don't really hear like we were putting together an apprentice episode where we've spoken to a few apprentices, people who've done apprenticeships just as a comparison, really. But, yeah, it's really rare that you hear somebody who has an apprentice now. How did that come about? Like, was it always a plan or did somebody just walk in and blow your mind? You know what? No, it was definitely not a plan. I uh, this is my ninth year of tattooing. So and I, I still feel like I don't really know anything. Um, so I don't, I never wanted an apprentice. It's just, if you're going to do it right, to me, it's a massive responsibility. It's huge. It's like having a child, but they're a grown up and they cost you more money. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and they're usually a bit more mouthy. (laughs) Um, but like in my head, you should never, ever, ever take on an apprentice that you don't absolutely want to be better than you are like that makes it makes no sense to me like why would you want to teach somebody who then is forever you know tainted by your name that's going to go off and be shit like (laughs) what that's ridiculous why would you want that that it's that person is a reflection on you um so I you know it is a massive massive deal and I had one person who I took on for um as an apprentice and she just wouldn't go away you know and it's just somebody that just won't leave me alone won't go away was doing all the right things you know if you want me to come on Saturday and just help out and make drinks and all the rest of it and I was just like right okay and kind of wore me down (laughs) (laughs) um and I took this person on um this person is no longer with me they were only in place for maybe four months I think okay they just 
the sweet little girl act just changed as a cat um sweet little girl act changed and they became this really like egotistical uh obnoxious i already know everything so Uh. i don't need you to tell me anything my artwork is really good it's not it's not tattooable and that's that's a big part of your apprenticeship i think for some people is like learning how to make the stuff that you already draw translate to tattooing because not everything works as a tattoo um and yeah so she was just toxic as hell and um i i went away to guest for a couple of weeks and came back to be told by the other person who works in my studio at the time that this apprentice had been like turning up in the middle of the day going home after an hour just totally disregarding everything so I spoke to them about it when I got back they denied everything I was like okay I want you to take a week off and think about what you actually want um I realized this is probably a really boring long story no Um, it's it's interesting Um, so because you know to me if you turned up late when you're in your apprenticeship you got sent home you didn't get to learn anything that day that's how it works um so I said you know go away have a week think about what you actually want because you're not showing me that this is actually what you want right now um and when she was supposed to return uh I had made the decision that she, I, I didn't want her. She wasn't right. I didn't want to teach her. I didn't want to be around her. Um, So I had that conversation and I was very honest and was just like, look, I don't really think that you and I are a good match. Like, I don't think my teaching style and your learning style work together. You know, this is no hard feelings. I just don't think that this is the right studio for you. Um, you know, I wish you all the best. And I even, this is how I'm such a soft touch. I even booked her in to tattoo her sternum for her free of charge as a thank you gift for all the work that she'd done for me. Like, because <laughs> I'm a softie and I don't mind. It's fine. It's a tattoo. It doesn't cost me anything, but it means a lot to somebody else, you know? Yeah. Um, and she went off and I didn't really think anything of it. Only to then have my so I my my number two as I call her Casey Marie she's she's been with me for years and and works with me and she came in and she went you'll never guess who was in the pub on Friday shouting her mouth off and I was like what and turns out this person had gone to one of the local pubs didn't realize that Casey's boyfriend was in the pub had shouted her mouth off about me this is before I'd let her go oh yeah well you know I've already set it up and got another apprenticeship she's no good anyway really I don't know why I thought I could learn anything from her and I was just like what a bitch oh my have you already tattooed her at this point no so I <laughs> I use oh the same God. booking system as you as you know so yeah. I just sent her a, your appointment is cancelled notification <laughs> <laughs> I love that little trick followed Followed by an email that just said, like, I'm incredibly disappointed to hear that this has been said. Um, and, you know, and I really, really sort of like laid out why it was incredibly disappointing, why she was unprofessional, um, how childish and immature she was to behave that way and how sorry I felt for whoever she was going to next. And I think I I think I ended it with... Um, uh, well, we'll talk about fandoms, I'm sure, but I think I ended it with, if I didn't really think that you were a true Slytherin before now, I truly do. 
<laughs> but that's not the worst of it. She that I'm giving you some gossip now. I'm obviously not going to name this person, but she there until I, after switch off record. Email me and email me, and I was just ignoring it because I've said my piece. You've already gone. Like that's it. We're done. I don't. I don't want to have a relationship with you going forward. And uh, and she turned up to the shop with her mom. <laughs> oh no! But the tattoo. She, she turned no she no she just turned up like then like, oh. 10, like 20 minutes later she just oh my God. up with her mom in tow oh <gasps> was that mom there to tell you off oh yeah 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 how old was she oh my gosh she was like in her early 20s like <laughs> and i was just like with all respect she could have murdered somebody and you're still gonna stand in her corner so i suggest you leave because that's the truth, isn't it? Like, a parent yeah. is always going to side with their kid, whether the kid's done something wrong or not. Like, that's yeah. the bottom line. And that's fine, and I respect that, you know, from her point of view. But, yeah, oh, God, it was... And it was mortifying because there was, pe- there was people in the shop being tattooed. Like, it was really embarrassing. But not embarrassing oh for me. I wasn't embarrassed. I was just, yeah. like... <laughs> the audacity. Yeah, like, what on earth is going on? <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. But, yeah, so anyway... The trash took itself out. So um, <laughs> during during the first lockdown, um, I had somebody approach me um, called Sam, Sam Murphy. She's my apprentice. Um, and unfortunately, she'd done a year in another studio um, and uh, was told during the first lockdown that she was no longer required because they wanted to give her space to an artist that could earn the money when they reopened. Wow. Yeah, so, which is pretty crap. That's a shitty thing to do when someone's given you a year of their time and their life and not had anything in return. Because she genuinely hadn't. She'd been taught how to clean. That was it. Nothing else. Nothing else. She'd done one tattoo on herself. Wow. That was it. God, what a shame. She was devastated. She was heartbroken, as you can imagine. I mean, you would be. But, you know, she persevered and she didn't want that to be the end of her journey. And I'm so glad that she did because she's incredible. And she's basically me, but younger and smaller and prettier. Like, (laughs) so, yeah, she's great. She's wonderful. And I feel very lucky and I'm very proud of her. And I do feel like a proud mum. So, um, yeah, it's good. I can't even imagine having to try and teach somebody. I just wouldn't even know where to start. It's one of those where it's just like people are like, oh, how do you do that? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I just do it. It just happens. Like, yeah. so it's, it's, it's quite good in a way because it, it kind of makes you stand back and kind of try and self-reflect and, and examine your own techniques. Because a, uh, a lot of the stuff that I do, it, it, I am an, a natural tattooer. I'm not a natural artist, but I'm a natural tattooer. So I understand how to achieve different things automatically I don't I don't know some people are aren't they some people take to it really quickly yeah um but having to explain to somebody how I do that has been has been good for me as well because I think it's allowed me to take a step back and re-examine my techniques and and see what I can do to improve as well so yeah it has to be beneficial for both part parties surely like whether you are getting an artist out of it that could sort of pay you back financially I suppose we've heard people talk about or learn from somebody else in the say in the way that you've mentioned like making you step back and 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 look at your own well techniques and things like Mm. otherwise if you're not getting anything from it then I suppose what is the point other than 
just giving somebody the opportunity. Yeah, definitely. I think it's interesting you say about like people expecting somebody to pay them back like financially. I money is just not my motivator and it's really nice to be in a job where I I can have a comfortable life but I'm you know I don't drive like a fancy car and I don't you know my house is small and it needs a lot of work and you know I'm I'm not I'm not that person and honestly my previous career I earned more money (laughs) than tattooing wow so it's not you know it's not about that at all for me so I, I don't care how much money she pays me um back um but what I really care about is that when I'm dead she is she speaks to people about me fondly do you know what I mean like I don't want to be that person that they're like oh my god I had the worst apprenticeship what a bitch like oh yeah I don't I just can't that's awful I can't think of anything worse and I, I I don't understand coming from like a corporate background before tattooing I don't understand this weird thing where nobody can leave a studio on good terms. I just don't get it. It's so weird. I don't understand it. Like, it's just, it's like, it's everything's like super personal and it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a question. Do you think that your, Mm. your attitude, no, not attitude, your approach to uh, apprentices taking them on, did that change after you had that negative experience? Oh yeah, I was not gonna. I, I was done. Like that was it. I was done. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, it was. Sam, Sam didn't just approach me in the right way. She said all the right things, which I know is easy. They they might end up saying you know the right things anyway. But then she'd been tattooed by some people that I really respect. So people like Jem Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I trust Jem's judgment quite a lot and I, I get on really well with Jem. So I, I felt able to sort of say to her, you know, what do you think about this person? And she was just like, I would take her in a heartbeat. So Aww. to me, that, it's like the the gold star. I'm like, oh, okay, right, okay, we'll, we'll do this then. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just not been hard at all with her. She's just not difficult. She takes every bit of... Um, feedback I don't like the word criticism because criticism doesn't help anyone um she takes every little bit of feedback that I give her she takes every little bit of advice that I give her if she's struggling with something she asks me to help her she you know during lockdown we did one-on-one FaceTime calls and went through things like hair and shading and light sources and you know all that kind of stuff she wants she really wants to be a good tattooer and that's what matters she doesn't she doesn't care about being famous or really booked up or anything like that. She just wants to be a really good tattooer and watch loads of drag race. <laughs> so she's great. <laughs> Don't we all? Doesn't that just sum up all of us, all of the good people? Like, yeah. just want to be a good tattooer and watch drag race. What a dream. Yeah. <laughs> does, do you teach her to do sort of all styles or has she got a specific style that she is naturally good at? Um. So the beauty of it really is that she does traditional. So I think when you are somebody who can tattoo traditional, you can pretty much tattoo anything. Like that's mm. the bottom line. Um, and I'm kind of a believer in, um, if you teach somebody the fundamentals, they can turn their hand to pretty much anything. Yeah. You know, it, it's no use just learning how to do one, like one specific style of tattoo, like, 
you have to learn if you can learn how to put in a solid line you can put a solid line in anything doesn't matter what it is whether it's traditional or tribal or you know pattern work or whatever it doesn't matter it's going to be a solid line um and I think yeah I've just tried to teach her the fundamentals and I've got her to draw different subject matters and and uh and she's took you know she's took the little walk-ins she's done the infinity symbols and she's done you know she she does the little bits of script and stuff because as I've taught her what I believe is that every single tattoo you learn something whether that's you know how big it is how small it, is, it doesn't matter um so yeah I mean I'm not going to expect her to tattoo realism because leave that to people that are really really good at realism like yeah someone who isn't a realism artist really shouldn't be messing with that like leave it be we don't understand that stuff Um, (laughs) but you know if somebody wanted a pattern pattern work wrist cuff she could do that she'd probably struggle with the drawing of it more than the tattooing of it and that's where I could help her you know so and that's I feel like we never stop learning how to draw things differently and how to draw new things and new styles but if she's got the basics down if she can put in a solid line pack black do whip shading and pack in a solid color she's sorted forever forever you know what was your apprenticeship like or did you have an apprenticeship no I did yeah absolutely yeah everybody should um it was it was a weird situation um and if I separate the apprenticeship from the relationship with the person then my apprenticeship was probably a little too short um but I was taught the correct things from a like a medical and health perspective um and I was taught the fundamentals um properly but the rest of it was pretty toxic um, from, you know, on a, on a personal level and just hearing constant negative stuff about every single other person in the tattoo industry. Mm-hmm. Um, just constantly being in, in that environment is quite draining, I think, anyway. Um, yeah, so, um, but, you know, I would never begrudge, you know, I'm grateful for the apprenticeship and I'm grateful for the opportunity but um yeah it's not it's not a time I look back on fondly unfortunately you said it was too you think it was too short how long was it like what I think from having from doing my first tattoo to being told I'm no longer an apprentice was the September to the May. That's yeah, that's pretty quick, isn't it? Yeah. So, but I had I done I didn't pick up a machine for like six seven months, if that makes sense. Okay. So I did that bit first, and then yeah. yeah. Did you feel equipped at that point in the May to sort of be full time and go off by yourself as such? No. No, yeah. Um, I think there was probably a financial element, mm-hmm. not necessarily for me. Yeah. Um, but I was also completely running the studio as well, so that was really 
that was really hard. That was a lot of work, as you can imagine. I'm sorry, I've got a cat shouting. Oh. He's really, so Salem is really old. He's 24 and he's completely deaf. So he does shout quite a bit. Oh, 24. I love Salem. Yeah, he's 24. That's amazing. Yeah, I hope Elvis lives till he's 24. Oh, Salem is so gorgeous. <laughs> oh. So yeah, big black cat with a bit of salt and pepper grey now, but he's oh. uh, yeah, he's still going strong. But he likes to shout at me quite a lot. So oh, bless. Um, yeah, <laughs> I had a friend whose cat was in its twenties, and it had like this real horse, like witchy, gnarly shout. <laughs> oh. I was going to do it, but I don't know if it makes good content. But it was like. <laughs> that's like his 5am shout yeah uh, yeah why aren't you awake and feeding me oh there's a hole her... in the bottom of my biscuits oh. that's what that is isn't it <laughs> her claws would never retract and also she would shed hair so much hair yeah yeah that's him yeah we have oh. to trim his claws oh bless i know oh he's, he's lovely. gorgeous I tattoo oh. people that are younger than my cat. How weird is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the majority <laughs> of my customers are younger than your cat. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, I've got artists at my shop that are younger than my cat. <laughs> <laughs> if he was a human, he could have been tattooed for six years. Think of the coverage he could have had. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, so I mean, I guess when you called him Salem. That was probably around the time that Sabrina, there's a little tangent here, was on TV yep. with the OG Salem. It was indeed. Who yeah. you have tattooed on my leg with Sabrina. I have indeed. Oh, yes. I just love her so much. She's just like super colourful, so 90s. Uh, oh, God, that hurt. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so gentle as well. I'm so I know, no, it was okay. It was okay. But I remember I was like, because it's sort of top of shin, below knee. And I was like, it was my birthday. And I was like, why do I choose? Why do I always do this? Choose to get tattooed on my birthday. This is a day for fun, not pain. (laughs) No, it really wasn't too bad. But like, I remember, and something when, when you were tattooing me, something that I have taken away and learnt from was that you, and something you said as well, which, you know, happy to take this out, but you said you get bored. So you do the fun stuff first, the details, and then like the bigger areas of shading after, because by that point, like, you, you know, like rush and finish, that's not what you said, but you know, you want to do the fun stuff. And then, yeah, I was like, that's actually such a good idea and now I do that if I'm doing like faces or um like little yeah anything where the fun stuff yeah I do that so thanks thank you <laughs> you're more than welcome I think actually one thing that I kind of have figured out over the last um year and a half or so is that I have I am 100% someone who's got ADHD I've always wondered why I struggle with certain things through my life why I'm a horrendous procrastinator um <laughs> why I found school so difficult but I found it difficult because I would do everything really quickly and then I was just really bored um just so much stuff that I do and I and I I never attributed it to that um, but apparently, um, like ADD can present really differently in women to men. Yeah. 
um which yeah so I've kind of really definitely realized over the last couple of lockdowns like I 100% um have got ADD and that's and that's why I tattoo the way I do I think like what you were saying I I go between stuff and I do it whenever I'm doing any task like if I find if I'm finding something boring um I We'll stop doing that bit for a bit and go and do something else for a bit and then I'll go back to it again because I need to like break I need to break it up because I just can't concentrate on it for too long that's so interesting mm. isn't it mad like the things we sort of realize as we get older yeah and it's like oh god that makes so much sense and then you look back and everything's like clicking into place don't even do line work the way you're meant to do line work I don't work like up like bottom to top or whatever or or left to right I do whichever bit I want to do first (laughs) (laughs) I just do it in the order that I want to do it I don't worry about it if you're not someone I don't lose my stencil so I'm not like I'm worried about it you know um so yeah I think um something that I know when you had Kirsty on she she said it and it's something that we've talked about before is you've got to you have to learn the rules and then you can break them yeah um and that's something that Steph Bastian you know says a lot as well in painting you have to learn the rules and then you can break them um and that's yeah that's that's kind of where I am in my career I think at this point is I know all the rules I know what I'm supposed to do so now I'm just gonna start fucking around and see what happens (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a good plan where do you see like your style sort of progressing to I know you're doing focusing more on like flash and doing loads of your girl hearts and face hearts which are just divine Hmm. where do you see that going um I think my my real sort of big interest I love I love traditional tattoo imagery but I like tattooing it in the way that I tattoo which I think is probably kind of neo-traditional new schoolish I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know I'm not very good at naming I don't know it's just the way I do it it is what it is um, yeah so I kind of want to mess around with with traditional tattoos in my style so reimagining them like the crying hearts and stuff you know um I really enjoy doing those and they're just the possibilities for them are just endless and I love I love doing pop culture stuff I love it I know it's not cool and I know I'll never be like you know one of the cool kids because I do pop culture but I just don't care people should get tattoos for stuff that they love and if somebody looks at something and it makes them smile that's what matters it doesn't you know I don't care about the rest of it I care way more about how cool all my clients think I am than a load of tattooers <laughs> do you know what I mean because the tattooers aren't putting money in my pocket and they're not keeping my mortgage paid it's the clients <laughs> doing that so, I think you're really cool. Oh, thanks, mate. I think you're really cool as well. Thanks. I think you're both cool. Why? Oh. I, don't, I don't think you're cool. <laughs> thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> why would pop culture things be seen as being negative or or not cool? Is that just because they're they're new, or is it is there another reason? Um, I think because it's not seen as like it's not serious art. You know, <laughs> serious enough. Um, but I think there's room in tattooing for everything, and I don't, 
you know you can you can be really well known and and really sort of like not f- you know what I mean when I say famous in tattooing because yeah. when you're famous in tattooing yeah. nobody knows who you are do you know what I mean yeah you can be a really really well-known tattooer really easily if you just tick these certain boxes for the formula right to get really famous do the same tattoo over and over again change it ever so slightly saturate your photos really high on Instagram blah 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 sorted <laughs> yeah but I get really bored I want to do something different every day I want to get I want to be challenged every week with stuff that I look in my diary and I'm like oh I've got no idea how I'm going to draw that but I'm going to give it a go we'll see what happens you know and that's the thing and there's nothing more fun than having somebody in your chair who's massively into something a bit obscure and a bit geeky and you get to just nerd out with them for like five hours you know and that could be I've got so many clients that are nerdy in different areas and I am a bit of an all round nerd. So I am into a lot of stuff and have been my whole, like my whole life. I've gone from sort of fandom to fandom and never dropped the previous ones. I've just kind of added more <laughs> to my <laughs> belt. Um, so, you know, I can sit and I can nerd out about Jurassic Park for an entire day with somebody because I was obsessed with it when I was a child and I went to see it in cinema when it came out and it was terrifying. Um, and I had oh stick all the toys and all, you know, and the computer games and everything. But then I likewise, I can do the same with somebody about Star Wars. You know, I can sit and do a Star Wars tattoo on somebody and talk about that for hours and hours and then it can be harry potter the next day and then it could be you know mean girls the day after and then it could be music the day after that and it it it's so fun to get to just indulge somebody you know but it not be hard for you to do that does that make sense yeah definitely i saw that you you did a, a night bus the other day um if you're well into something and someone comes in and and says they want something does it does that really excite you or does it does it make you think well I I wouldn't have got that because I I've got something there (laughs) you know what I mean no I do know exactly what you mean do you know what's really weird I don't have any Disney Star Wars Harry Potter I don't have any tattoos of that I have quite a lot of music themed tattoos and music inspired tattoos but and I never it gives me an opportunity to almost like live vicariously through those clients because I've only got so much skin, uh, a little bit more <laughs> the lockdown. Um, <laughs> however, like I can, and more often than not, I'll like come up with more than one design and I'll be like, so I've put this in and I know it's really nerdy and it's a total Easter egg, but like you get it, don't you? And they're like, yeah, my God, that's amazing. And <laughs> so it's just really fun to be able to, really kind of like push stuff like I did a load of um I got a few booked in but a load of like tickets like themed ticket tattoos oh I love that yeah and they've been so much fun and like I got to do a Rocky Horror one and then like I've got somebody I drew up a Catalina Wine Mixer one because <gasps> Step Brothers is like my absolute favorite film of all oh time. my god and somebody's booked say hello and it's case. just like no oh, yeah hi baby oh <laughs> He looks, he, looks, he looks terrified. <laughs> Lucy's just um bow abusing a cat. Yeah. Oh, absolutely murked then. You weren't gonna get a kiss, were you? I know. Kiss me. Oh that that kiss. left paw's come out ready to box. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's so sick of my shit okay he's gone i just need to give him over too much love and then he fucks off sorry um oh i love a stepbrother's tattoo fuck i just i would just want something like some wares or something like make more interactivities or and there's a guy where i volunteer there's a guy who goes so um who looks identical to will ferrell he's literally his doppelganger and when i realized the other day i was like oh, oh my god um so now i'm practically friends with will ferrell oh my god so, yeah that's it me and will we're like that i love i love him and i'm a huge i'm like a massive like movie nerd and i don't like not that like films have gender applied to them i don't like what you would expect me to like so <laughs> I, I think that's really fun if that makes sense like that's yeah. really and i like weird obscure bizarre films that you sort of say to people have you seen this and they're like no and I'm like oh it's amazing so it's based on this really obscure like Japanese comic and it's like (laughs) so yeah it's it's just really it's really really good and I definitely think that people should absolutely go and get if they're gonna get a tattoo that's that's from a fandom or that's like nerdy in any way or or really influenced by pop culture or a musician even go to somebody who is also into that Mm. Because then yes. you get the whole experience. It's not just the tattoo, you know? People, you attribute the feeling to a tattoo that you had during the experience. And I don't mean the pain, but like if you didn't enjoy it, like you didn't feel like you had a good time with the person or you didn't feel like you connected in any way with them, you it, it taints it, like it spoils yeah, it. Definitely. I would hate for somebody to leave thinking that I was a dick or that they hadn't had a nice experience. Oh, it haunts me. I yeah. I stay awake at night worrying about it. I find it very, very, very hard when people give nothing away. <laughs> it's yeah. Just the worst thing ever. It's awful. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. <gasps> no. Yeah. I mean, why are you not hugging me? Why aren't you crying? <laughs> yeah oh my god it's really hard it's really hard but then maybe it's because I'm quite I'm quite an animated person so I I I can't really hide my feelings if I like something you'll know about it (laughs) same yeah if I like a person you know about it if I don't like a person you'll know about it like I just yeah I can't I can't hold back and I think I'm holding back and Gran will be like yeah you don't like them do you (laughs) not customers (laughs) but just like people in general I'm like god Am I that transparent? I thought I was just being nice to everybody, but. <laughs> have you found, Lucy, since we've been back to work, though, have you found that you can feel a change in people? This is on my list of questions had to bring oh, up with you. Yeah. Interesting. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like the attitudes of customers, there is suddenly this sense of entitlement and from people they feel entitled to be tattooed prime example somebody messaged somebody's husband had bought a voucher from me in lockdown in February and um just a voucher um I've advertised you know at the time I'm not taking any bookings I'm waiting to rebook everybody since I've rebooked everybody I've been so booked up I haven't wanted to book ahead just in case you know we don't know what's happening so I've been really clear I'm not taking any bookings 
because I'd got booked up to like December and I was like, fuck, it's blowing my mind. Um, anyway, so this woman emails me and she was like, she'd emailed me a couple of times. Flo, the girl who helps my emails, had replied, said my books are closed. And she'd had a bounce back that said, my books are closed. I won't be replying to any new inquiries at the moment because I'm going to ask you to resend the, your inquiry when I open my books. Um, just saves time when I've got such a high volume of admin at the moment. Um, so she'd had this email back as well. And she sent me an email saying like, um, my husband bought me a voucher in February. If you can't book me in, then I want a refund. Um, I'm not, can you just take the time to respond to me yourself? And I sent her an email back and I was like, like, you have a voucher. It doesn't mean that you're entitled to an appointment. It means that you've bought a voucher for an appointment in the future. Like I'm honoring, it hasn't got a short duration. I've not made it unachievable to use, but if you buy a voucher for a restaurant and they can't fit you in for a certain amount of time, you're not going to ask for a refund. It's just how it is. And her attitude just sort of summed up how I feel the attitude of everyone else is at the moment. And you do get like the customers who are amazing and patient and send you such lovely emails and say, I'm really sorry to send you another email. I know you must have loads. I love your work. I can't wait to be tattooed by you. Like whenever you're ready, blah, blah, blah. But it's the people who whose attitudes stink that seem to just taint everything else. Yeah, it's, I think there's, I think there's like, this huge there's everyone people seem to have gone to one extreme or the other since we yeah. came back like people yeah. are either super nice can't do enough you know constantly like I've been really worried about you during the lockdowns I've been worrying and making yes. you know wanting to make sure that you were okay and that you were doing okay financially and you know and you just think oh my god that's so lovely like we've all yeah. had enough shit to worry about as if you've been worrying about me yeah. I know um, I know it's so or, or you've got the people who are like, listen, I've been waiting for like a year now to get tattooed and this is just not good enough. Yeah. Just like that. I, um, we're all getting it. And people are just like seeing how far they can push, I think. That's yeah. that's kind of and um <laughs> I always say there are a few people in life that you should not piss off. Your <laughs> gynecologist, anyone who's bringing you food. And your tattoo artist. <laughs> Don't piss these people off. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And I feel like it's, I'm, you know, I'm definitely not somebody who thinks that we should make tattooing scary again. Like, oh God, get in the bin. Um, yeah. But I think people should remember that they really do need to respect other people in every walk of life, but especially yeah. somebody who's literally in charge of changing your body. Like, yeah. what? I just yeah the way I, I see don't it, understand is, it I think people forget that actually we work for ourselves we have like we are so lucky to be able to pick and choose what we tattoo mm -hmm. there is if somebody is anything other like anything other than lovely and respectful to me in their contact via email there's no way that I'm going to put like put them in because why would I want to worry about that I would worry I would stress about it I would see their name approaching in the diary and I'd get anxious and I'd work myself up and think what they're going to be like in person if they've already been like this in email what are they going to be like face to face and get myself worried why do I want to put myself through that so I just think why do people think if they're going to be rude why would I put them why would I book them in I just don't get it no I just I it completely is beyond me like 
I've uh, in my time I've probably only fired like two or three clients like people who I've tattooed before and I've told them unequivocally we are done like that's it um and like one of them has a sleeve that's not finished but the way she spoke to me was absolutely abhorrent and I just was like no we're done that's it I'm done I don't want to speak to you again and I'm not going to tattoo you anymore and it really does take a lot to push but do you know what this isn't Amazon babe yeah like we're done I don't have to deal with you if I don't want to yeah um that's it and I don't think that people really get that um and I don't necessarily think that it's helped that there's been like an entire younger generation who have had like 18 months with no social contact and they just don't understand how to human yeah that's it that's so it that's absolutely it but like the woman who was he sent me that funny email about her voucher the thing that got me was like I don't know if I spoke about this on the pod before but she'd like signed off she ran like a yoga retreat and I was like yeah yeah I was like aren't you all about fucking being zen and shit like also you're fucking self-employed as well you know what it's like mm. like what the fuck yeah it's it's nuts but I mean she wasn't like an 18 year old girl who had no idea it was just it's just like middle class white woman problems yes. isn't it it's yeah, like yes. no way Come and on, Karen. We've got a horse that needs mucking out. Go on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because usually I imagine that, that that attitude probably gets, you know, in, uh, you know, going into John Lewis and the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you bought isn't working, you can be a prick and then you get to speak to the manager and then it gets sorted out. Yeah. And that, that no. I am the fucking manager is what they get back and they go... Want to oh, make fuck. a complaint to fucking head office? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Office. Here I am. <laughs> what do you want to fucking say? Yeah. I love that. That's my favorite. When people are like that with the artists at my shop, I'm like, tell them they're welcome to email me about it. Because I will always have their back. Even if I ever think that one of my artists has done something wrong or that I don't agree with, I would never, ever, ever throw them under the bus to a client. You stand up for them to your client and then you speak to them about it separately. I don't, yeah. I don't get that. Uh, like I saw it, I saw it recently like one of my friends got let go from a studio because he dared to have an opinion on his story about um, uh, police because he's got police in his family and just because he was like I don't necessarily believe in a cab like I don't I think the system is wrong I don't think you can label every police officer as being a bad person mm-hmm. um, and because what, like, somebody complained to the studio about it, they just fired him. What? Hi, Salem. Like, what on earth? I know, sorry. Like, what on Like, what? What are that's, you doing? Yeah, that's, that's just nuts. insane. Is this, you know? like, just coming back to this cancel culture? Mm. It's The just... cult of woke. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's nuts. It's such a scary time. It does make you so worried about opening our mouth at all which yeah. kind of sort of brings us back to something I was going to ask you earlier like when we talk about Harry Potter tattoos do you find that there's any the fewer people wanting them um or people have sort of feel any guilt about wanting to get them or because I the thing the reason I asked is like I was looking on like BuzzFeed my favorite way to procrastinate doing like a Harry Potter quiz because I'm 15 and um, at the start of any of their Harry Potter articles, it says 
here at BuzzFeed, we stand, um, we stand for trans rights. We do not agree with anything um, that JK Rowling has said. We want to provide a safe space. Here are some excellent resources. That being said, here's an awesome Harry Potter quiz. And I, I just thought it was sad. I feel like Harry Potter is so tainted by JK Rowling's views that she voiced. Do you, do people ever talk about that or are you sort of aware um, of that? I think, yeah, I think it's quite sad that I have, I have seen people that I have done Harry Potter tattoos on kind of upset that they've got Harry Potter tattoos. And I kind of, they tend to be younger than me. So whether it's different because I grew up queuing outside Waterstones, you know, for the new book, that, that was my childhood. And as a yeah. kid, you don't give a shit who wrote it. You're not yeah. looking at who the author is. You don't care. That's not even in your mind. You know, authors are a, a, a thing that we don't really understand until we're grown-ups, you know? Yeah. And we don't want to think that there's an author because then it's not real. Exactly. I don't love J.K. Rowling. I love the wizarding world. Those yeah. two things are separate. And you can, uh, you can absolutely separate the art from the artist. I'm sorry, but you absolutely can you know Andy Warhol wasn't a particularly decent guy well, you no know? like you've got to you have to yeah. you know you have to be able to look at this from not an outside perspective but actually stand back and not listen to the noise of everybody pressuring you to cancel something that you love and that you've grown yeah. up loving and for so many people the wizarding world and, and Hogwarts was an escape yeah. You know, that's that's a huge part of, of childhood for for so many people in my generation. Um, yeah. And I don't I don't think that people should feel that way. Would I tattoo a portrait of J.K. Rowling? Absolutely fucking not. But I would absolutely <laughs> tattoo a portrait of Harry Potter because yeah. it's Daniel Radcliffe, not yeah. fucking J.K. Rowling. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, there is a separate entity there. Um, yeah. And, you know, you, you can't, you just, you just have to, you know, I think so many people now are just so scared of thinking for themselves and having an opinion that isn't, you know, what everybody's screaming loudly about. Yeah. That, that we're all kind of losing our individuality and individuality doesn't have to come at the cost of people's rights or the cost of people's, you know, recognition in, in the world. It doesn't have to come as that. Um, but we can absolutely stand back and say, I don't really agree with this, you know? what? Where has this come from? And most of the time, people on the internet are just shouting the things that they've already read on Twitter. They're not actually, they haven't actually researched anything. They haven't actually watched the video that's being talked about. They haven't, you know, like yeah. it's very internet clout rather than, yes, I have got critical thinking skills and I've gone away and done the research and this is what I think about the subject. It's, <laughs> I've got two cats play fighting. Sorry. I <laughs> love it. I'm just smiling. I hear them and it's so like, oh, cats, cats. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a funny one, isn't it? And I'm sure, you know, no doubt I'll probably get cancelled <laughs> for saying that. But, you know, no, I'm, you know, I'm it's old like... and I've been around the block and I've seen this stuff happen and I've seen people come and go. And I've, you know, I come from a, a family where we always talked about all this kind of stuff and it was quite open 
It sounds like you're in Star Wars, sorry. I know, he's such a little Wookiee, isn't he? Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think I think as well, because my, my boyfriend's um, in his 40s and he grew up in um, Northern Ireland in the 80s. So you can imagine oh, he's wow. had you know, a pretty full on life. Um, and I think when you when you have grown up in kind of you know my family's Irish as well when you've grown up in an Irish family during that kind of time you've experienced so much like actual stuff if that makes sense and you've been around that kind of thing so you when it comes to people sort of shouting about you know injustice that they've seen in a video on Twitter but they've not actually experienced it because they're sat at home drinking their Starbucks using their 500 pound iPhone you know what I mean? Like, if people put as much effort into actual altruism and philanthropy that they do shouting about things on the internet, the world would be a very different place. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. yeah. Totally or doing agree. those things and then not shouting about it on the internet as well, because that's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> just doing it. Just, just don't use the internet, actually. And, yeah, and you know, would be a in bad, a different place. place. Yeah, I saw some headlines. So I don't know who it was. I probably saw it on the internet, and it was like I think it was like 1996 or something. And it was like um, thousands of users uh, give up the internet, think it's not going to go anywhere. Like God, that's mad, isn't it? Everything we do is on the internet now. That's funny. Isn't it? I'm so glad to have been uh, to be part of a generation that can remember life before the internet. Oh god, gotcha. yeah, yeah. All the people I tattoo, well, the majority of the people I tattoo have no idea what that's like. My daughter has no idea what it's like. Can't remember life before an iPhone. Oh my god, I love blowing their minds at the shop when I <laughs> talk about the fact that like Netflix used to come through the post. Yeah, they, can't, they just are like what, and they just do not get it at all i'm like yeah you used to like and then when i talk to them about video shops that blows their mind even more oh my um, god and they just yeah they don't know what like cassette tapes are some of them they just and i'm just like and but so many of them as well because i because i'm a dog they haven't watched films that for me are just so important like and they're not like, you know, Oscar winners or whatever, but they're, to me, yeah. they're really important films like Tank Girl. Like that's a really important film. <laughs> like, it really <laughs> is. It's huge for like female empowerment and feminism yeah. back in the nineties. You know, there was so much of a, a big movement then. And there are so many films that are just really important from then. And so many younger people haven't seen them. God, we had somebody in the other day who didn't know who Fleetwood Mac were what how is that even possible don't they don't they sell Fleetwood Mac t-shirts in fucking Primark like how do they just think it's a design like oh I love that it sounds like elevator music (laughs) I was like "Mm, I'm gonna leave the room now (laughs) Salem agrees Salem's like I know (laughs) it's like a Magogan situation again (laughs) Oh, oh, it just wants to be on the pod. This is Petcast, after all. Oh, dear. Podcat. Yeah. Podcat, brilliant. (laughs) If that's not a website, it needs to be a website. Let's make, come on. That's what Mick does. He makes (laughs) websites. So it's time for it to happen. On you go. (laughs) 
Um, is there any tattoo that you would love to do? Sort of going back, like any sort of fandom, pop culture. What's the dream? Ooh. Um, I really, 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 really desperately, desperately, desperately want to do a Mars Attacks tattoo. Oh, um, my God. One. And I love Mars Attacks. Tom Jones is just amazing. It's just the most hilarious film ever. Sarah Jessica Parker is amazing. So it makes long. absolutely no sense. It's completely yeah. bonkers, but it's yeah. brilliant. Um, I forgot I Sarah do- Jessica Parker was in that. It's so good. But there's such good, good imagery film. in there. You could do, oh, you could have amazing. so much fun with it. Yeah, it's amazing. And I'm just absolutely desperate to do a Tarantino back piece or sleeve. Like, desperate. Wow. And do you know what it is? I think I feel quite sad because I think that the majority of the time people go to male artists for Tarantino, Star Wars, Marvel, because they make the assumption that female artists are not going to be into it. I will out-nerd any guy any day. No problem. <laughs> so I'm absolutely desperate to get stuck in some really big, like fandom pieces. And the sort of more intensive, you know, I, God, Tarantino is the absolute king. Like, I absolutely adore Tarantino. Um, I couldn't so even, I know, he's the worst. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is oh, don't apologize. This is podcast gold. Can you imagine these lockdowns? oh is that constant oh yeah and my boyfriend works from home three days a week now and he's just like i'll get a text from me he's just like i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> just constant <laughs> Wait, I'm doing a bit. oh it's like my daughter that's what she does <laughs> bad yeah, bad. yeah. Honestly, I am just, or I'm really keen now to get into some bigger projects. I think that's my main main aim now. Um, I love doing the little tattoos. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. there there is really something to be said about being able to really flex your muscles and and really kind of work on something that's really massive and and awesome. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I know. Don't honestly. Oh, I feel like we should let you go and feed him. I am a- Do you want to trade? I'll swap you your cup. <laughs> no, you say that oh. you say that, but um Elvis does knock stuff over and break. Yeah, Elvis stuff. is a little fuck. And what did he manage to do? He took a whole fucking blind off the wall or something. Yeah, he literally I've the got these row. like because everything is fucking vintage in my house as well, which is not suitable with a teenager and a cat, teenage cat. Like, well, it's not teenage, but um, mentally and emotionally. He, he like used, I've got these like seventies curtains. He got his claws stuck in them, presumably ripped down the curtain pole and the wall and like this shell plant hanger, plant pot and just literally ripped the wall apart. And we've been on pod and he's like swiped off a whole row of plant pots and um, he always scratches at doors. I've got like cabinets, and he scratches at them, trying to get in drawers and doors. And and um, the other day, he knocked Wait. off this Victorian religious print I've got hanging up and <gasps> shattered it. And yeah, he's an absolute shit. It's because he doesn't get attention. He's like, "Fuck you, because yeah. shit." The absolute it's- daggers that these two are throwing at one another right now is unbelievable. <laughs> Salem, oh. that's such a mean face. The dog just always looks so shocked. It's oh, like, what are they doing, Rocco? Oh, <laughs> so shocked about it. 
Oh, bless. No, I've got two My... that we got in um, at various two different points in lockdown, but they've only ever known both of us being at home the whole time. When we, both, when we both go back to work, even for like three days a week, I think there's going to be violence in this house. Oh, everything will be shredded. Yeah, blood everywhere Aww. where they've had a dust up. Yeah, he's going to win. Optimus, because he's he's feisty. What are your cat's names? Uh, Optimus, <laughs> Moon, and Lucy. Do you want to do the third one? Because I know you love it so much. A uh, ball tickler. Yeah, it's ball. <laughs> It's not ball tickler. Can they go outside? No. Oh, yeah, because you won't shout that fucker at the back. But I think we spoke about it before, but when we take Bowl's on some chemo at the moment, so we have to take him to the vets every fortnight. And the vet comes out and goes, Bowl, and it's always got a question mark at the end. Like, is it can't be fucking a cat called Bowl. Oh, oh, it is. Not Bill. No, oh, Bowl. Sorry. Oh, God. So that's funny. I really like when you call Moon Spoon. I call her Spoon or Bowl mood. and Spoon. Yeah, she's mood at the moment. She's mood. Because she's such an ass. Do you yeah. call Optimus by his full name when you're cross? No. I, Optimus I, I, I Feline. To be honest, I don't think I call any of my cats their actual name. Optimus. No. Is, he's now called Fib because uh, it, oh. went from, it went from Optimus to Opti to Optics to Fiber Optics to Fiber. Oh my <laughs> And that's in a space. I've only had him a month. We're, we're already that. We're already that far removed. Oh, oh! You've got a right little menagerie there. A menagerie. Got... Hey. Yeah. Oh, they're all. They're all just bothering me. They're all bothering me because uh, Jerome, my boyfriend, is away at the moment with work, so he's up in Manchester. So. Um, they're just all really pissed off because it's just me and I'm boring. So, oh, <laughs> oh, bless. We'd better let you go and feed them. But it's just been so lovely to see you. I miss you so much. I can't I wait till. Oh, can't wait till we can convention or something or just hang out. Oh. And I'm actually desperate to get tattooed by you again. So maybe I'll just have to book that in. Combine it with oh, a guest box. Oh my god! Yeah, you know that we would absolutely love it, and I'd love you to come and stay as well. Oh, I'd love that. Okay, let's sort it out for the new year, Yay. I think, by the time everything I sort of get through this year. But yeah, definitely going to happen. I'd love that. Yay. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been so nice to meet all your animals and uh, chat to Salem for the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Lucy. Thank you, Mick. It's been really no fun. Problem. Thank you for coming pleasure. on. Thank you so much. See you soon, hopefully. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.